Okay. So, where did we get up to yesterday? So, so just recap where we're up to. So, we we explained how um, the neshamas in this world have an advantage over neshamas in Ganed. and that's the sentence that the mimer is based on. I am dark and I am beautiful. Although I'm dark. Although my coming into a body, an animal soul, makes me darker, makes me lose something. But on the other hand, it makes me more beautiful. And the analogy that we learned about was Mayan Ganem. <clears throat> the water that comes from a garden, water that comes from a beautiful place, water that comes from Ganeden, which the parallel of this is water that comes from the ocean. Which un- it, you can't drink that water. When that water travels through the canals of the earth, and then it comes out through the... the, the uh, it's It's... Traversing the earth that um, that takes away the, its, its salty taste in it, and uh, that's what um, makes the water fitting to be to use to drink. Then we added a whole new um, concept yesterday, which was not only is the water fitting to drink, but much more. We said that the water could be used to revive someone who has fainted. We went that one thing discussing the difference between someone who is sleeping to and versus someone who has fainted. And we said was that when you, when you sleep, your soul energy is less in your body, but it's still fully present. Versus when you, are, are, um, when you faint, there is a total histalkos, there's a total retreat of all your soul energy to the extent that you cannot say that, there is, that there is, your, your, your mind is present in your brain. It's, it's not there anymore. And as Dr. Preston was telling us, uh, how uh, the physical phenomena of blood pressure and, and uh, how that changes when you faint. So you you don't you don't dream when you faint. But you dream when you sleep. The reason you don't dream when you faint is because your your brain isn't present in your uh, in your in your mind. When you if you have a little bit of brain energy in your in your mind, so then hey, there's stuff you you still you're still thinking. You're still, still stuff is still going on. But if your brain isn't present at all, whatever, so then. You're not. You're not really. Um, you're not really. Uh, you can't. You can't dream. So what revives you when you're state of, when you're state of faint? What revives you is the living waters. The living waters are what revive you. How do you produce the living waters? The living waters are produced by traveling through the earth. That, so so we're so we're saying something about when the soul comes through the earth, comes into a body, and specifically the challenges that it has, it becomes the living waters. That that's that's where we. Um, that's where we're going. We're going to understand the, the, the additional virtue that Neshama receives because of the challenges, because of all the mud, because of all the earth, because of all the dirt that it gets, gets into, and it pierces through the earth, which the earth, remember what we learned about, the, the, just like the water pierces through the earth and comes out, the, the wellspring was pierced through the earth, so too the Neshama can pierce through the body, it pierce through the animal soul. There's a beautiful vart from the Kotzke Rebbe, it says in the Pasuk, and uh, the Gemara says, I'm sorry, 
open up for me like the opening of a needle, and I'll open up for you like the opening of the ulam. The ulam, the huge doorway in the base of Migdash, that, was, that uh, didn't have a door. So the Kotzkarev said, Vasapis, why did it say open up for me like the opening of a needle specifically? Vasapis like a needle. And in other words, the, the point of the, of the Gemara is to say that the slightest opening to the Abishter, the Abishter takes, takes the slightest opening and he, and, he, and he goes all the way. He's like, oh, you're opening up a little bit? I'll, I'll open up to much greater opening. Vasapis is the opening of a needle. Why the needle specifically? So Kotzkarev said, the needle has two sides. There's the hole of the needle and there's the point of the needle. When it says open up to me, to the op- there are two opinions in the commentaries of that pasuk, of that, of that passage, which side it means. So he says it means the point of the needle. And the reason why we're comparing the opening we make for Hashem to the opening of a needle is when you open up for the Abishter, it, it may be once, one moment of time, one tiny speck of your life, but it has to be like the needle, it has to be piercing. It has to be something that, that, that pierces you, that, that's something that does something to you, that you go somewhere. So, um, as, as uh, in Hayom Yom, it talks about the value of a, of a sigh. One Hayom Yom says a sigh is worth nothing. One action is better than a thousand sighs. Another Hayom Yom says that, um, it says that a sigh is considered a great shuva. Which one is it? So the third Hayom Yom, Chagimel Tevis, whatever says, with a sigh alone you can't be saved. But a sigh can, is, a, is a good wake-up call to get stuff done. So if you have it, have that moment that you're like, like, ah, things have to be different, and it takes you somewhere. So, so that's that's an example of how your neshama pierces through your your body, how how the water of your soul, which comes from the Eden, it pierces through the earth, pierces through the body, which comes from the earth. So then, when it, when it happens, when the neshama is able to 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 come out. The Shem comes out in a lot stronger way than it does in Ganeid. That, that thought of the Neshama of Tshuva, for example, is a far greater and more potent thought than whatever kinds of thoughts the Neshama has in Ganeid. Okay, so that's what we said basically in the Ois Beis, and now in Ois Gimel, we're going to go further into understanding what exactly the are the are the candles of the earth in the analog in the, in the parable was the water goes through the the, the uh, candles in the earth before it comes out. What are the candles of the earth? So specifically, the body is a lower kind of it's more earthy than all other creatures in the world. Like all the creatures in the world, God made the soul and the body at the same time. God made the trees with their soul. God made the rocks with their soul. A human being, God made the human being first to be inanimate. And then Hashem specifically, after Hashem made the human being, then Hashem blew into a person the spirit of life. Oh, there's a very big echo in the audio. This is Rav from Chor Marachai. Um, meaning, meaning um, I, I, it's on YouTube, and I, and I did it myself. <laughs> so I'm sure that is what is going on. Uh, so I just... Uh, I, I didn't know I did, but I guess I do. Maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. He's also checking the Zoom microphone and just double check which microphone is selected. What, what, what microphone should be selected? <laughs> Video settings that we're going. I think 
<laughs> Video settings, is that that we're going? Audio. On the zoom panel on the bottom. You know where you can mute yourself? Yeah. If you click right next to the microphone icon, it's a little ah. so Speakers, microphone array. Microphone, microphone array, real tech, R audio. Is there another option? Yeah, microphone C505 yeah, HD webcam. Okay, is that better now, David? Good? Okay, good. Sorry about that, guys. Okay. Chaim. You're good. Um, if it wouldn't have worked, it would have just gave your words uh, a little bit more condition. Sounds like it's coming from far away. <laughs> okay, thank you. So, um, okay, so on the one hand, the body of a human being is lower than all their bodies. It's doesn't, it was born out of soul, which means that the, 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 the the place of the body, where is the body in, in the hierarchy of inanimate vegetation, animal, and human, the body of a human being is the inanimate. And into the body, Hashem puts the highest kind of neshama, He puts the soul of a, of a yid, which is above all the angels. And Hashem marries a neshama to the body in order to elevate the physical world, and by neshama becoming attached to the physical body and the here. Uh, working with the body, that's when the shaman becomes living waters. Let's go on 163. By a day. By the neshama becoming vested within the body and being involved in mitzvahs and the service of a heart, of the heart, to elevate all physical things. The neshama becomes fresh waters. Specifically because it's attached to the body. Because it's attached to the body, there's something more. What's the more? Before the neshama comes to this world, although its station is in the higher gardens, and it stands there with love and reverence to the Ebishter, total nullification, total devotion to Hashem, it's still compared to the water of the ocean. Next page, it's still compared to salty water. What's the emphasis of salty water? What's wrong with salty water? What does that mean? The truth is that salt's a good thing. Salt represents a very lofty thing. And that's what the Torah says. Whenever you bring a sacrifice, bring the sacrifice with salt. The Torah says about salt that salt is the covenant of Hashem. Because salt has such a lofty source, that's why God gave to salt the characteristic to preserve any item that is, has been salted. So salt, why is salt a preservative? Salt is a preservative because of its lofty divine origin. Or, as they translate it here, because salt alludes to such a lofty level. So because salt is a parable of such a lofty thing, therefore it, uh, it has this characteristic. But the, the language of the mimer sounds more like because the salt is a lofty thing. It's not just it alludes to something. In other words, there's something about the, what the salt is in a, a, a parable for that, that is, is in the presence, is in the salt itself. 
אבל אם זה הרימי הים, Uh, there's more the body's more active etc in the summertime uh, and and that's why you learn Pipiavis. but anyways the point I wanted to say was that the Sun is a parable for Yudkevavke but not just it's an abstract parable Chassidus says Alter said that whenever you have a parable Chassidus, the parable actually emanates from the analog the parable comes from the analog so there's it mirrors the analog so the Sun what, what's happening with the Sun is is reminiscent or It's it's uh, it's it, not just symbolic, but it's it reflects what happens in, in with Yudke Valka. Yudke Valka is more revealed, therefore the sun shines more. So shine it's, it's hotter because Yudke Valka is shining more. What's happening there goes into it, it affects the sun. Um, so in a similar way, about the salt, the salt comes from this lofty divine place, and therefore the salt has this characteristic. Therefore, the salt preserves things. So it can be, so be refined to, to filter it. Salt is a level of godliness that is so high that it can't like, really function down here at all, besides for in the base of Megdash on the Korbana. So it has to be removed from the, the soul. That, that. So, so uh, very good. The um, Rev didn't say exactly what the Shem can do more. As a result of coming into the body, it does say there's something that. So it seems like it's losing this high level of godliness. Oh. So, so we didn't say what that means, what, what it's losing, what it's gaining. We, we, we didn't say that yet. Let's see. So, although the, the salt does represent such a, such a lofty thing, it's still not able to be used, you can't use it to drink. It's only when it goes into the earth can, and it breaks through the earth. Only then can it become living waters. Only then can it revive you. So too is regarding the soul. It's only when it's involved in terimitzis in the body that it becomes living waters. So it doesn't say exactly what the difference is. Let's see the end of the paragraph. What's the comparison? Just as soul, same to the neshama. Just as soul is... We didn't say exactly what... what the, What, what, what the, the translation of the words are the shaman and maybe higher, but it's not living waters and not something which could vivify someone else. And only when it comes into a body can it be living waters. Which part of that is, is compared to, is, are we comparing the muscles itself? We didn't say it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's, see. let's, let's discuss it. Let's, let's figure it out. But, yeah. Let's see. So. It's specific, but it's for sure saying that. It's for sure saying the Shema has something in Ganeid, which is very lofty, but that's still not, it's still you can't use it to drink. It says in the it's better for me the Torah of your mouth than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. 
Zov, a chesef ma'avirim. Hold on, hold on. Silver and gold are love and fear of Hashem. But alf, a chesef, zov, a chesef ma'avirim, ma'ashashom, ma'alufam, legil, ba'am, le'islamayla. And the thousands of pieces of silver and gold refer to the love, the word thousand is related to the word accustomed to. The Nishama is accustomed, accustomed to having gold and silver. What's gold and silver? Love and reverence for Hashem. The Shama has, is used to this, this constant experience of love and reverence, reverence for Hashem in Ganeid. So Hashem says, I would rather have, it's better for me, Hashem, the Torah of your mouth. What's your mouth? That tear that person learns with his physical mouth in this world. Then the love and reverence the Neshama has in Gandhi before it came down, Hashem says, it says I, don't, I don't like that stuff. I like your tear in your physical mouth more than, than the love it had in Gandhi. Why? Because specifically, by coming into a body, does it become living waters. And it's called the well of fresh water, in order that the neshama, who which the neshama previously was a garden spring, it was coming from the garden of Ganeit, for it to become, for it to be living waters, it's by, it must carry out the spiritual service of becoming a well. What does that mean? We see in the physical world. Although we find deep within the earth these well reservoirs of fresh water, however, you cannot benefit from them when they're covered with dirt and stones. So only when you take off the covering can those wellsprings be revealed. So too is this in our spiritual service of Hashem that we have to remove the earth and the stones. This is the coarseness, the grubkeit, materialism of the body and the animal soul. Which conceal, uncover the light of the nisham. And there are two things we need to do to reveal the neshama from its concealment. Just like you have to take off the dirt in order to get the reservoirs of water underneath the earth, so too there are two things you need to do to reveal your nisham. First of all, you have to use your Torah and mitzvahs, and you have to serve Hashem with your heart, and you have to act with good character. You have to use all the things which are uh, in your potential, in your the soul energies that Hashem gave you. You have to serve Hashem with your heart, you have to act with good character. And the second thing you have to do to reveal this reservoir of water you have within yourself, you have to have sacrifice, you have to have serious nefesh, you have to have strength, you have to say, this is the way it is, and it can't be any other way. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk. I am dark and I am beautiful. Someone who is dark from their mother's stomach, they're born that way, they cannot become beautiful. However, someone who was once beautiful and then they have become solid, they are able to become beautiful again. So although I may be dark, but if I'm looking at the from the angle of what I'm doing with my soul powers that Hashem gave me, but I have the ability to become beautiful. Why? Because I have something inside me 
from that I that was bequeathed to me from my forefathers, which is a very serious nefesh. Okay, that's the end of the mind. So let's now let's all analyze what we just said. So you're referring to the actual of the father? No, no, no. We're saying there's some things that you have yourself because of the soul powers that are in your body. And that may be sully, that may be dirty, that may not be the way it's supposed to be. Not you, you're, you're a beautiful guy, but there's some people that, that you may know, some people who know some people. That, but then there is what you have because you're Jewish. You have it, it was bequeathed to you from Avram to Yaakov. You have because, you, because you're a Jew, as we went in yesterday's name, that a Jew senses the divine, a Jew is sensitive to, to the supernatural, because that a Jew does not want and cannot sever his mouth Hashem. That's your innate bond to Yiddishim. Because of that, everything is put aside and, and you rather give away everything in order not to lose that bond. So that's, that's your, uh, your strength that you have because of your forefathers. That's what you have because of, 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 your, of, your, of your Jewishness. So why can you be beautiful? You can be beautiful because of something that you're, you're beyond what you're given um, in your, in your revealed soul powers, because of your inner strength as, of, of a moon, nefesh, you got as a Jew. That will always enable you to be beautiful. That always, so that has to be revealed. The neshama is, is in a body, and the body covers up, it's, 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 uh, it's, um, it covers the neshama, and the Abisha gives the ability to reveal that, to take away the dust, to reveal, that our, to, 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 to reveal our Jewishness, to reveal our, our, our strength. Okay, but let's go back to the, the analog, that we're, the parable we're discussing. The Shamaganadin is called salty water. So we were asking what's the Pshat? The Khir the Pshat is the Shama is Taka a very lofty, holy being in Ganadin, but it's not bringing any light to the world. It, it's, not, it's not fulfilling Hashem's intent of having a home in the lowest realm. It's not something which which is some which which we could drink. It's interesting that the Mimer talks at length about reviving someone who has fainted. It, it sounds like that it doesn't explain what that means in the analog. We have to look at other memorandum on, the, on, the, on this passage, but it sounds like the benefit of the neshama coming to the body, which through that it loses its saltiness, it loses its, its extra higher divine uh, light that it had in Ganadin, yes, it loses that, but it gains something else. What does it gain? It gains that it's able to be used to, 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 to drink. What's, what, what does it mean? It could be, it could be drunk. That means that the Abish, first of all, means one thing it means Hashem says, now I could enjoy it. I couldn't enjoy it before. I didn't enjoy your, your love reverence for me in, in Gandhi. I, I enjoy more the terror of your physical mouth. That, that, that for me, the Abish says, something which maybe that's what it means. It revives Hashem, so to speak. Maybe it's something which, which the Abish enjoys so much that's similar to someone who has been revived from a state of faint. I don't know. Or maybe it's referring to in order to be able to in, impact another person and to lift another person up and from their state of being, a state of faint. You have to. Uh, you have to. It, it, it's, it's maybe it's similar to to uh, what they say in the eight AA meetings. You have to be there in order to be someone who was who was an addict once in order to be able to help someone with addiction. So uh, in a similar way, the neshama, because the neshama goes through a body, an animal soul, and all these challenges, that's when the neshama is able to be living waters and to and, and to to animate other people. There doesn't say exactly what he's referring to. So I. I, I uh, what do you think it means? I think I think the salt is referring to some, something spiritual in that age, which gives yeah. existence to everything, and we have to. That's and we can't. It's too concentrated. We can't. It's too salty. We can't enjoy it. It's all coming into the cool. And it loses that, but it gets something much more beautiful. What's more beautiful? What is it? What's it? Very mitzvah. I don't know. 
It's able to make a home for Hashem in the world with Hashem. It's able to satisfy Hashem's desire to have a home in the world. The salt only, no, only in the base of Mikdash on the Korban. But in every day, we have to give, we have to, let, we have to lose that to come down into this world. To come down into this world, and we have to go through this refinement process. The, the water becoming fresh is through our avoda Torah and mitzvahs. And we, we give up the lofty level of continuous godly connection to go into the physical ground, which then at the end he later says is the Nefesh of Bahamas, is the coarse materiality. Yeah. And even though we can, with our Torah and, and, and mitzvahs, refine the soul, we still have to access it in a well-like function, which means removing more and more of the physical to penetrate and access that water. But we have to do it ourselves. Can't come from Hashem, and it can't come from the forefathers. It has to be something where we're refining the water and we're accessing the water. Good, excellent. So what's the part that we're saying about the water becoming better? How is the water, water fitting to drink here? What does that mean? It's fitting it's, to drink. It, 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 no, it's it's a, very, a very important point you just mentioned. What's that, Dr. Messman? The thing you said just now was very, very important. On the one hand, it has to, as be challenged by the body, as be challenged by the animal soul. In order, on the other hand, it has to, which means like it has to lose something. In other words, the, the, the fact that we're in a physical body, on the one hand, that that that, that means that the Shem is losing something. It's going through the the earth and it's losing something. On the other hand, it ever says you have to take off the earth. It's it's it's, it's a very important nuance there. You have to take off the earth, but you have to also go through the earth. Have, it, it has to come from the Shem going into a body and challenged by the body, and yet our goal is not to get. <laughs> Not to get grub, not to be coarse like the body. We have to take, yeah, the shaman comes into a body, and Ibisha wants us to pierce through the body, to, take, to, to, to remove the, the gashmas. Yes, Dr. Respin, sounds like you want to say something. Yeah, just from a, a purely medical point of view, um, when we talk about reviving people who are in shock, okay, we give them an infusion of what we call normal saline. Normal saline is nine tenths of 1% salt and water. If you were to give somebody pure water, it would enter into all the red blood cells and it would cause them to yeah, expand and explode and it would kill them, okay? If you give them too much salt, you know, you're gonna cause them to shrink. So the bottom line is there's the ocean has this 0.9% concentration of salt. You know, from where we come from, as we're emerged, we basically came, all life comes from, from this critical balance of salt salt water. It allows electricity to be conducted in our body and everything else. It's critical for life. So, too much water, if you live just pure, I'm now I'm getting really abstract, but you know, if you're just pure water and you're not involved in life, well, then you're just pure water. You know? If you have the right amount of balance of the salt, the permeation of God's existence, then you're doing fine. Too much salt, you know, goes the other way. You get preserved, but you're not real. Huh? And, you know, it's just, I don't know if it fits, but it's just, that's what it is. Shem Gandhi is certainly holier, but it's, it's, it's certainly less beneficial for Shem's plan of making the world a better place. Yeah. You, need to, you need to lose that salt. Shem Gandhi is certainly holier, but it's certainly less beneficial for Shem's plan of making the world a better place.